Ante Up is your poker magazine dedicated to the everyday player and their poker rooms. Pick up a free copy at your favorite poker room nationwide each month. But Ante Up is much more than a magazine. Visit AnteUpMagazine.com daily for breaking news and each week download our award-winning poker cast. Join us on our action-packed poker cruises to exotic destinations. Ante Up, it's your poker magazine. From the Anti-Up headquarters in Tampa Bay, Florida, it's the Anti-Up PokerCast. And now, here are two guys who think they know how to play poker, Chris Casenza and Scott Long. It's September 2nd, 2016. You're listening to the best floating poker cast on the planet. I'm Chris Casenza. And I'm Scott Long. We are very tired. Why are we so tired? Well, I was stressed out yesterday that I wasn't sure whether the captain had seen the movie Titanic as many times as I had, and (laughs) when I see icebergs floating by, start to worry a little bit, because Kate Winslet isn't on the ship to let me go, so... That that is, uh, I knew you were going to bring her up. She's one of your, uh... (laughs) She's one of your five on the laminated card, right? She's number one on my five. She's number one on your five. You're, I tell you, um, that was pretty remarkable, though. Yesterday we were, well, now I'm confused, too. You have to help me out. Were we in the Tracy Arm Fjord or not? We were sailing through the Tracy Arm Fjord, but okay. there were several different paths the captain could take the ship. Okay. And this particular time he took us to what apparently is his favorite and the most breathtaking one. Which is the Dawes Glacier, yeah. which they've never been able to do the entire season until this crew because uh, weather. So I don't know yeah. whether it's like snow or rain or big icebergs. Or so I never know what to believe. They always tell the group that they've got the most fantastic experience ever. That's true. It, it's always like, you know, when Sammy Hagar comes out and they're like, yeah, love you guys, you're the best one You're ever. the best crew and ever. And then you go to the next show, the next night he says the same thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was pretty remarkable. Uh, and then when they turned the ship so everybody could see it, you know, we're in our cabin with the balcony and you look out and your whole widescreen view is this Dawes Glacier blue. Really phenomenal. Nature at its best, you know. We should but, pause and say that we are on the Annie Poker Cruise <laughs> to Alaska, if you have not figured that out yet. But, uh, but no, very, very impressive. Uh, this whole trip has been fantastic, and we'll talk more about our stops and uh, our Annie fans that we met. But, um, but yeah, I was um, I, I didn't know what to expect with the Tracy Arm Fjord. Yeah, I mean, all the people I've talked to said, oh, it's spectacular, you'll love it. I'm like, all right. And we're sailing through it from 7 to noon. We don't stop the ship or get off or anything. So, And I'm up early, and I did my morning walk, and it was all right. But nothing that I was like, i got to tell people you can't miss this. So I go to breakfast with the wife, and then I saw the little tiny icebergs. Yeah. Or ice uh, ice cubes, I guess. Or because of icebergs, I kept laughing at it. Those aren't icebergs; those are chunks of ice. Yeah. Um, but so we finish breakfast. She goes her own way. I go my way. I walk outside. I'm like, whoa! And that's when you're at the glacier. And I'm like, okay, this is what people are talking about. Yeah. And then just to sit there for an hour and watch the ship. He did. He just did like a little, well, a little wheelie. Yep. <laughs> it was phenomenal. I have a question for you. At what age do you start calling it the morning constitution rather than your morning walk? <laughs> you have to be retired. You have to be, like, over 50. Uh, but it was. It was absolutely breathtaking, really. You know, and uh, plus the waterfalls, the natural waterfalls from the, the uh, glaciers and stuff. And 
just beauty. And then in the far right hand corner, they're like, we can't get any closer. Yeah. Because the seals on the ice, and we're like seals. And of course, you look out there, and you're looking at what looks to be fleas. Yeah, for they're so far away. Folks have never seen seals before. This happens to be everywhere I go. Seals are like the laziest animal. Yeah, they don't Next do anything. Tree sloths. You think they're rocks? They're like yeah. People are like you know, even though I went to like Seal Beach in California, I'm like I got there, I'm like whoa, seals, and I'm like where are they? And then all of a sudden, everybody's pointing and stuff. And I'm like, where are they pointing? Those are rocks. <laughs> and then I see one of them move its head. And I'm like. Oh, oh my God! That's five thousand <laughs> seals doing absolutely nothing. They're just sitting there, and usually you think they'd want to be moving around because it's so cold, you know. But they're cool like that. They don't need to to be moving. But so yeah. So right after the captain says, "Oh, we don't want to move the ship too close to the the seals," then this like this uh, I don't know seventy foot yacht. I actually looked it up. Seventy foot yacht like zigs around us and just sails right up to it. <laughs> they pop a little boat out there, and people go up there, and I'm like, oh, I want to be on that now. I believe you call him a jacknut. Yeah, and, and back in the yes. state, you know, the, yes. the lower forty-eight, you'd be calling him a jacknut. Well, I mean, it's a twenty-two million dollar yacht. I had no shot at that. <laughs> it was Paul Allen from Microsoft. I was trying to figure out who owns that. I couldn't figure it out today. But oh well. But really, just so far, our trip has been phenomenal. This is one of those once in a lifetime things where you just you're happy to be alive. You know, you did the dog sled. Yep. I did the sled. dog sled, but I did a little different version of it. You did the more they pull you. I did the more where they get the, I the puppies. I You just no, pet I pet dogs. I pet the puppies. <laughs> this is pretty awesome. I panned for gold. I'm rich. I'm retiring. I'm announcing it today. Yes, you did do that. Uh, you got $7 worth of gold. No, I got $7 worth of gold, nine flakes. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Gene got one flake. I got nine. Yeah. Um, that was kind of fun. And the, I did the bus, I mean, the train thing up the Yukon or whatever, and that was really beautiful. And, you know, you take so many pictures, your phone is full, you know. So, um, but of course, it started. The first we got into Seattle, and we hooked up for one night there. And uh, you met someone real famous. Yes, that's right. I forgot about that because yeah. we had so much more fun. We were uh, hanging out at uh, our favorite bar in Seattle uh, with a couple of our passengers, a couple of our staff members, and uh, shooting darts, having a good time. And then uh, we quit shooting darts and sit down and just start chatting. And then uh, so these two guys came in and started shooting darts where we were and we were just busy chatting but 15 minutes in uh, one of our friends turned to me and he said that's, I think that's Gary Payton <laughs> I'm like Gary Payton from the NBA he's like yeah and I'm like I don't think so now of course he was pointing to Gary Payton's friend right. who does not look like he ever played in the NBA right. I'm like that guy could not play in the NBA but, so I, I never really saw Gary Payton on the other side of the beam where I was and we turned around, I'm like, oh my god, I think it is. And then we spent the next 15 minutes trying to figure out how to get a photo of him. <laughs> uh, have him get to take a photo with us. And uh, so we eventually asked his girlfriend, who was there, wife or whoever. And, uh, and he was the most gracious guy ever. I mean, I know I'm getting selfies with people everywhere, right? right? And so far, I've only had a couple real jerks, but most of them have been really nice. But this guy went way out of his way. He's like, he grabbed the camera. Gave it to his girlfriend, and uh, she shot a bunch of photos, and then he grabbed the camera from her and started going through my gallery and saying, this one sucks, delete, this one sucks, delete, this one sucks, delete. <laughs> now we got to do this all over again. So we did three photo sessions wow. with Gary Payton in the middle of this bar when he's shooting darts, and uh, so that was really cool, you know, just to randomly run into somebody like that um, there. So yeah, the trip started off with that, and you weren't even there. You were a- No, I wasn't in yet. We were flying in. 
But uh, it's true what they say. Famous people are still enamored with other famous people. It's true. I mean, look at you, you know, famous publisher and podcast host, and you're still like Gaga over a famous person. Yeah, you remind me. I never sent Gary the photos, you know. He was, oh. Oh, he wanted them, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got to sign a couple. Yeah, I think he wants you to print them out and sign yeah, them. That's, yeah, that's what it yeah. is. So you got to get back to the, print them out at Kinko's, you know. <laughs> Uh, but then we got on the ship, and this is my favorite class of ships that we sail. I mean, obviously, there's a couple classes above this that are really nice. Um, that just doesn't work for our business model. But we're on the Voyager class ships, and these are just massive. You know, we yeah. got ice skating rink by ten feet from the poker room here, although it's six or seven miles. By the way, you have to go to get there. To get but, there, yeah. Uh, but an ice rink, I mean, that's just amazing. When the first time I was on a cruise ship, and I'm like, there's an ice rink. Um, and there's so much else to do here, and we got a massive conference center here. In fact, actually, we didn't even use it. We had kind of um, cordoned off half of it just to make it a bit more intimate. But one of my f- favorite ships, um, and um, we had a couple regulars, but a lot of new people. So, again, we're always meeting new friends on these, and uh, a lot of fun folks. Yeah, I love that combination of meeting new people and familiar faces, have dinner with, or go on excursions with, or just hang. And, and uh, it's always re- real rewarding, the community that we're building, you know. Uh, speaking of communities, when we get to Juno, yes. who's there? Richard. Yeah, I don't know if he wants to say his last name on the show or not, but uh, one of our longtime listeners, Richard, he lives in Juno with his wife, Linda. Great people. Absolutely. And, of course, he's now my favorite Annie Up fan. Sorry, I'm not supposed to pick favorites, but first time he ever sees me, he says, you're so young. <laughs> I was like, yes, look at Scott. He's so old and he's younger than me. But uh, this this man, I mean... Greater than any tour guide I've ever had. Yes, absolutely. he knew that. I mean, he's lived there for thirty some odd years, and uh, just a fantastic story of how he got there, and and the, it was such a beautiful, beautiful town. Had a great day. Yep. Great day, and we had fantastic weather. How fortunate we were, and uh, of course, Richard he went way over and above what anyone we could ever expect, even from like if we were paying the tour guide yeah. to do it. Um, rented an extra car to take all yeah, our family. Yeah, my favorite part, well, it's hard to say my favorite part. The funniest part of this entire thing is uh, he uh, <clears throat> he contacted us months ago when we announced this cruise. And he's like, hey, when you guys come to Juno, I want to show you around town. We're like, hey, that's great. We always love, in fact, that's what I posted on my Facebook is I love. One of the great blessings, I think it was, of owning Annie up is we have so many fans from around the world that everywhere I go, folks want to get together and show me around their hometown. And yeah. that's just fantastic yeah. because it's much better to have kind of like a built-in friend there showing you around than paying some tour guide that you don't know exactly how long they've been there. In fact, actually, our Skagway tour guide's only been there for four months. Yeah. <laughs> Did a really good job, don't get me wrong, but he's only been there four months. Yeah, right. So, um, but anyhow, so as it got closer, you, you know, we, hey, we got a couple other friends and poker geeks on this uh, cruise as well, too, with his wife, and uh, they know each other from playing in apes and papes and all those kind of things. So, um, and then your cousins are on board, so we had a big group. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, no problem. I got a van and a pickup truck, and I'll take care of you. We get off. We get in these two vans. And it didn't even dawn on me that one of them wasn't a pickup truck. Yeah, me neither. And then uh, at some point, we're driving, and you ask him, hey, what kind of uh, Ford is this? And he's like, I don't know. And he's like, how, how could you not know what your car is? He's like, well, it's not my car. And he pulls out this budget rental thing, and I'm like, wow. Wow. That is just impressive. That yeah. was the, the effort to actually rent a van to make sure that make sure we're all comfortable. You know, and, yeah. was very nice. So, um and just super smart. I mean, I just love. I, I was so happy I got shotgun there and just to talk to him the entire time. Yeah. And my wife was in the other car. I got to talk to his wife, Linda, the entire time. So we got to compare notes later on. Which right. Was really cool. So yeah. We, we kind of got the whole experience by being split up in two cars, but uh, took us to um, 
see salmon spawning in a river, which is great, and then the um, uh, arbit. Arboretum? No, the Arboretum. Arboretum. Yeah, it was a nice little local Arboretum that was donated as a nice little house right on like a lake or a bay or something. And then they had beautiful plants everywhere. And Jeannie and her cousins really wanted to see that. And we said, if it's out of the way, don't worry about it. But if we could see it, we would. And he said it was fine, only 10 minutes from where we were going next. So stopped and saw it. Real beautiful stuff. And I ate a raw mussel out of the bay. Yes, that's right. And then I find out. Yeah, I find out you're supposed to eat them without months with R's in them. So I'm like, well, we're a couple of days away from September. I should be all right, right? And he's like, well, I don't know. If you seize up in the car, we'll know it wasn't a good oyster. So I probably had some parasites roaming through me right now. But uh, that was great. It was beautiful. The flowers, the plants, the view. Uh, just the experience. And then, of course, we went to the Mendenhall Glacier. Glacier which is amazing. Just Absolutely. amazing. And with a sad, probably some of the saddest stuff, too, because, you know, you go into the visiting center, and they'll show you a movie and stuff, whatever, before you go down to the glacier and the waterfall. But they have a sign there, and you're looking way, way out in the distance, and you see the glacier, like, you know, half a mile away. And it says, at this sign, in 1935, you could put your hand against the glacier. So for those of you who think that uh, global warming is a Chinese conspiracy, <laughs> yeah, you're wrong. All right? This is brutal. That's a long way to go in only, what, less than 100 years. Yeah. Um, but absolutely stunning, just beautiful. And then Scott's like, when are we going to walk? I want to go put my feet in the water and look at that waterfall. There was a giant waterfall. It was called Nugget Falls, I think. Yes. And uh, just, I, I know I use the word already, but breathtaking. You're there and you're just like, <gasps> You just can't believe how powerful and big and strong this stuff is. And it's just coming off a glacier, and it's that strong. And it's like, where's this water coming from? I'm convinced it's like a big turbine <laughs> back there just pushing the water around for tourists. Like Disney, right? It's like, how is he doing this? <laughs> and uh, just absolutely beautiful. And Jean had on her special water boots that she bought for this trip, so she went out into the water. And fantastic trip. These are, I know we're gloating, not talking about a poker and stuff, but it was just it was absolutely phenomenal. It's worth talking about. Yeah, they took us through town and up a hill to a little place that he used to go for uh, pizza and we had amazing dinner and yep. got back on the ship and just a great, great port stop. So. Yeah, he was a great guy. Absolutely my favorite fan. Shout out to Richard, man. Um, and then, of course, we went to Skagway and we did all that fun stuff. Tomorrow we're in Victoria, British Columbia, so we'll uh, waste some time on the next show talking about whatever we do there. Right, right. Our main event is underway right now, too, so maybe we'll talk about that on the next show as well, too. But the highlight for the poker for me on this cruise was um, something that wasn't even on our schedule. We, you know, we're doing this uh, transatlantic cruise to Barcelona in April. And we don't get a lot of people for these because it's 14 nights and it's hard for people to get that much time off. And if you're going on that cruise, you're going to want to spend some time in right. Europe, too, before you come back. So really, you're looking at a three-week trip, probably. So uh, we didn't have a big group on the last Transatlantic, but it was a fun, fun cruise. We got to know everybody really, really well. So we're trying to replicate that experience now, maybe even do better this time. So Ramsey, our poker manager, said, hey, I'm going to put together a tournament for Barcelona. Because we had a lot of people asking about it on this cruise. And we ended up putting together a tournament for that and got 19 people to show up to pay 100 bucks to win a cruise. And uh, we would give away a, pack, a complete package for right, that full cruise. Cabin. Yep. And, um, you know, we got down to, like, the final eight, and I knew all the eight. And I'm like, you know, whoever wins this is going to be great for us because they're going to be fun people to have on the ship, and they're going to play a lot, so it's perfect for yep, us. Yep. Um, so I didn't have to even sweat, you know, who we had. But the woman who won... Um, this might be the most amazing story in Antioch Cruise history. I believe that she won her way on the first Antioch Cruise at Running Aces in Minnesota. Yep. And then on board that ship, and we don't always do cruise tournaments, uh, satellite tournaments on our cruises, right. but on that particular cruise, 
We did want to give away a cruise package for one of our Florida cruises. She won that. Decided not to go on the Florida cruise and just ply the difference to come on this cruise to Alaska. And now she's just won a cruise to go to Barcelona. Unbelievable. So she's actually never paid to be on That's an Antioch cruise. And gone on three of the most amazing ones we've done. <laughs> that is unbelievable. <laughs> and super, super excited. I heard um, from the uh, gentleman that uh, finished heads up. Uh, second place to her today that uh, she was just above the moon last night at the deck when he was talking to her about it and he's hoping to buy it from her but I don't think she's going to give it up but. right but he wants to go now and that's the other thing is it sparked even more interest you know if you had 19 people willing to put down money to be at it they want to go so those are the people that can afford to go that many times so maybe they will show up and it's just going to be a real good time and the last hand was ace queen versus ace three she had ace three oh, they got it all in that. and she wow. flopped a three wow. and that's how she took them down so yeah, yeah, pretty remarkable. I mean, that's an that's like one of those moneymaker runs where you go forty five dollar. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just crazy to be able to do that many cruises without even really risking any money. So we're going to have to do some kind of cruise satellite of the Barcelona cruise now. So yeah, she has a so chance she can continue to her streak. Continue the streak. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> for airfare on the way home. <laughs> uh, yeah, poker highlights for me really not much. Uh, I'm I'm just a little bit up, up like hardly at all. Usually I'm up like a good decent amount, but. Just really kind of just sitting at the tables, making sure games get off so everybody's happy, and then getting out when somebody needs a seat. So nothing really important for me. Just yeah, a lot of hold on this trip. Not not much, uh, no Omaha. We got one half and half game going. That was it. We yeah. might get another one going tonight. Might so. get another one tonight. But you never know but, with, the, with the group we have. Right. Now, you know, we have a cruise coming up in November, and we're going to have a solid 4-8 yep. Omaha All game week. there because we know the players that are coming on and we're yeah. going to play it. So. That's always kind of frustrating for us is trying to make sure everybody's happy. And, um, you yeah. know, when you have a couple of passengers that only want one particular thing yeah. and no one else on the ship wants that one particular thing, it's, it's hard to do it. But it, it did get off once, tried. and it'll get off again probably tonight because tonight's the last full night. And uh, they'll probably have a game going tonight. But uh, you never know. People just love Hold'em. It's still, it's still alive and well. So, um, I don't know. Anything else? Yeah, my poker was probably rather unspectacular, too, this time. Yeah. I got into a hand with Per Geek last night. Other than that, but I love playing with, with Poker Geek. He's he's just so good and a good guy, and you know, talking to him and talking to everybody. Just that, that's some of the stuff. It's, it, I've been having real good conversations at the table. Yeah, yeah. Generally, I'm at the table and I'm like, I don't want to win, you know. But lately, I've just been having conversations with people and listening to what they had to say. And and Martha's on the cruise. She's one of our longtime listeners and players. Yeah, I was going to say that was the only hand of interest I had the entire cruise. Was uh, I sat down and get a game started with her. And some other folks, and I raised with Ace Ten of Hearts, I think it was, and the uh, flop came three hearts. I'm like that never happens, right? Yeah. Um, and then she was betting into me. I'm like that never happens. Um, I don't know. It was spades. I think it was spades. Yeah. And then it, um, and the river put a fourth spade on, and I was out of position, so I had to bet. And she's like, ah. But you already had it. Yeah, so I already had it. it. She thought that I had the ace at that point. She ended up having the the king. So she, we both flopped. Flushes. I had enough flush. He had the second up flush, and um, that was really the only hand that I'm going to remember from this. The rest were pretty. Yeah, me too. I mean, the, the one hand with Poker Geek, he, he was on the button. I was small blinds right next to me. He raised. I looked on the Ace Ten, the Casenza. I thought I'd make a joke about it after I re-raised and he folds. So I re-raised. He doesn't fold. So we go the whole way with it. I'm betting it the whole way because I hit an Ace, and at the end he missed. And I'm like, all right, good. Lay, lay it down. I thought you were just going to lay it down pre-fold. So I could show you the Ace Ten and laugh. And it didn't happen. That's really the only hand that sticks out for me, too. I mean, I had one hand with, with Johnny Hale, Oklahoma Johnny, the yeah, famous Johnny Hale. poker players here, and I, I I felt at him on a hand. But uh, I don't remember what the detail. I had aces, so whatever. But 
but yeah, not much is really standing out for poker. It's it's really a, just a real pleasure cruise for me. I had my family on here, which doesn't always happen and stuff. And uh, you well, brought we'll the wife. Be, uh, back next week. Actually, we'll be back in a couple days. Yeah, that's true. To this with that's a regular true. real show. Uh, but remember, you go to andyfcruises.com so you can be part of this uh, exciting 30-minute show <laughs> on the next cruise. <laughs> and just want to remind you, upcoming November 14th is our next one out of Tampa. We are sold out of cabins right now, or you're buying them back. So if you want on that one, uh, get on the website at andyfcruises.com and give uh, Chris's wife, Jeannie, a call so she can get you on that. And then uh, upcoming uh, March will be the same cruise out of Tampa, um, just a different time of year. And then, of course, we already mentioned April 17th, that 14-night cruise to Barcelona from Tampa. Uh, a lot of people are interested in it, so come join us on that. We have our summer cruise on June 5th. For those of you who are teachers who have kids, uh, then we're going out to Galveston in September. And then a super cheap cruise next December, 397 bucks. That one's going to be huge, I think. Um, and then uh, in 2018, uh, we're going out of Tampa once again in March. And then a nine-night one in April 13th that's going out of Miami and doing Southern Caribbean Islands, which is very exciting. So Absolutely. lots of chances for you to come on and enjoy this uh, Andy F. Cruise experience. We'd love to have you on one or more of them. All right. I'm Chris Casenza. And I'm Scott Long. We'll see you at the tables. Antiup is a production of antiupmagazine.com. Contact the show at podcast at antiupmagazine.com or call our hotline at 206-338-6344. If you'd like to advertise, send an email to advertising at antiupmagazine.com or call 727-331-4335. Some music used in this episode comes courtesy of the Podsafe Music Network. Music Network.